Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of SIDcast. I'm your host, David Gibson, except for today. Uh, Jason Hendricks has volunteered, as I've said, over the past couple of weeks to take over the host seat. Uh, I think he did have a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think he'll say that he did, but I believe that he did. Uh, he messaged me over Twitter asking, you know, you do all this stuff for other people. How about I, you let me interview you? And I, I told him yes. So we spent about an hour. I know this one's a little bit longer. So we spent about an hour talking about how I started SIDcast, my, my technical processes behind how I record these shows and how I'm recording right now. Some of it may surprise you. And uh, But we will highlight that throughout the show. But first, if you haven't already, and if, if this is the first uh, little bit that you've had with SIDcast, I highly encourage you to go hit subscribe over on iTunes and check back frequently on our website, sidcast.fireside.fm. As you people have probably saw on Tuesday, we do have a new little Tuesday talk thing. Those episodes probably won't be more than 10 minutes long. And they will more or less just highlight the, the episode coming up on Thursday, where uh, next where um, next week we will have Ben Stockwell of Assumption on the pod. And then obviously we'll have a Tuesday talk that highlights what we're going to talk about on Thursday. So for next week, we will have, like I said, Ben Stockwell the week after that. Katie Gwynn Hewitt from Michigan. She will be on. And as always, if you want these interviews first, you can follow us on social media using backslash... Sports Info Cast, because SID Cast is already taken. And you can follow us on Instagram because we're going to start having some Instagram takeover days where we'll have a, a day in the life of, you know, ex guest, whatever. And we will go through that. And that should be a lot of fun. I'm hoping that it will be a lot of fun. And one more thing before I get started today, because I want to keep this intro kind of short because I know this episode's long, is go ahead and go over to iTunes as well as hit subscribe. You can also rate and review. We do have a five-star rating as well as a couple reviews down there. So if you're unsure of what people think of this show, not only can you you know, just talk to another SID or maybe another athletic communications professional about it, but you can also look on iTunes and see what people have said. So there's that that you can look at as a, as a tremendous resource, and that's what I hope that this will be in the future. And we will get started today with Jason Hendricks, like I said, taking over the host seat from his office there in DePaul. And we will start off our day on SIDcast with um, my, it's my birthday today actually. And we will talk about that as we get set for the intro. And Jason Hendricks will take it away here on SIDcast. First of all, welcome, David, and uh, happy birthday, man. Hey, thanks, man. It's my 22nd birthday. I didn't actually mean to put the episode out on my birthday. It just kind of happened that way uh, as far as scheduling was concerned, but uh, thank you very much. Well, good. It's good to have you, and kind of it's, it's kind of a different thing for you here. You're For once you're sitting in the guest seat versus being the actual host, how does that feel? It's, uh, it's strange. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Jason. Um, this has been, I've kind of changed my line of thinking because I've been changing some mental attitude things that I've had over the past summer. And uh, one thing that I wanted to work on was how I answer questions. If you would have asked me to do this uh, maybe two months ago, I would have told you there was no way that I would have done it. But 
um, because of this new thinking, new process that I'm doing just kind of to better myself, that this something that's come out of it. And, I, and talking beforehand, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. So uh, again, thank you very much. No problem. It's actually good to do this, especially because of what you've done and how you've done it, not just for myself, but other sports information directors and athletic communications personnel in the country. So let's let's kind of actually talk about that little mind change there for a second. What's new with you? I hear uh, I hear a couple of changes are happening in your professional slash student career. Yeah, um, I'm happy to announce that on this episode, I will actually be having my first paid a gig uh, with the University of Southern Indiana. Um, I will be coming onto the staff as a sort of an assistant, student slash assistant. Uh, a GA actually left to take a head job, the state of Michigan. So congratulations, Sean, uh, on moving up a step in your career and opening the door for me. So again, that's what's happened professionally, and I'm officially a staff member of USI Screaming Eagles. So uh, that's what's been going on. It's good to hear. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. So uh, kind of with that in mind, you've been doing a lot of different things, not just in sports communications, athletics communications, but in the world of technology, in the world of COSIDA. Let's kind of talk about those those moments there for a little bit and what you've been doing. So right now you're doing something that's called SIDCAST. Talk about what SIDCAST is how you got started, why you did it, what's the purpose behind what we're doing and what the viewers are listening to today? Yeah, so if you guys, if anybody went to uh, the panel, the podcasting panel that John Rubin and I actually did down in Orlando, you would kind of get a brief synopsis of this. So I would sit back and kind of enjoy this story or hate it, whatever you want to do. And by but Orlando, now, what are you talking about? Cosida. There yeah, we I go. The convention. Yeah, there right. you go, bud. <laughs> I went to um, It was actually, I didn't, I've never flown before, first of all, and I, I've learned that I hate the turbulence. I hate turbulence. That, like, that plane flying sideways, that just. Plus, the weather did not help. The weather, the weather those first two help. days where it was dreadful in Orlando. Yeah, you and I were supposed to go on a run one day. I remember this. Yep. And then it started thunderstorming outside like you wouldn't believe. Like it was a hurricane, and apparently that's normal. Yeah. But um, I, I don't do a whole lot of out-of-state traveling, but that was a lot of fun. Um, Ira Thor emailed me maybe two months, a month, month and a half before COSIDA started, and he said, did you plan on attending um, did you apply for the grant? And I told him no, but I plan on doing it next year when I was in D.C. Because then I could just drive over there from my home here in Indiana. And um, he said, if we could waive, you know, some things, would you be willing to come down and be a panelist for podcasting? And I was like, but you, you mean it? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it. So I, I was like, well, heck, yeah, I'm going. So I, I took a whole week out. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Despite learning and basically sitting in a classroom like that was every single day, I've never had more fun in my life. Uh, I truly do enjoy what this is, this profession is, and I think we're going to go through my background a little bit with it and why I, I, I do love it so much. And the people there, I just met so many great uh, individuals and, and people in person like yourself. Um, and then I met my friend Sterling, James... You know, I, I can list off countless others, but um, what they did that for was SIDcast, and 
that's obviously the podcast that you're listening to right now. And I started SID Cast in October of 2016. So we're coming up on a year of SID Cast, which is kind of crazy to think about when I had expectations and goals set when I first started. Uh, it was kind of a product of I wanted to be in radio. Uh, I wanted to be a broadcaster. And um, what I went to USI and uh, I kind of had this this issue a little bit with my speaking where I would mumble, uh, slur my words. Um, my brain basically thinks faster than my, my tongue does. So, uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of people that do sort of things like that, but I just I was really self-conscious about it. And when I went to the student radio station, they said, you need to fix that. And um, what I had done the summer before, which is the summer I'm still doing this, is I work for the school corporation slash city. And uh, I mow lawns for like four hours, five hours a day and sometimes. And other times I just move, pick the box up, put the box down, you know, things like that. And I would just put my headphones in. I would find a podcast that was like an hour, hour and a half long. And I would just binge listen to maybe five a day, which is crazy for some people to think about. But that was just how I got through. And I, I learned that that was a medium that I was really interested in and, and for me to kind of grow out of that sort of, you know, tongue tied thing that I, that I get into, I thought I should start a podcast. And the first initial thought that I had was I like sport. Obviously it was going to be sport. I mean, I'm not interested in very much. Well, I can say that, but I'm not interested as much as I am in anything else. So sport was kind of natural to have that type of genre and um, then I thought about maybe high schools could do like a 30 for 30 type of thing to where I would follow a, uh, I, well, this is, I thought it was a good idea, but maybe follow like a, uh, a high school football team. Like the last and, chance uh, you type of thing, right? Yeah, like a last chance you type of thing. I love that show, by the way. I'm in the second season. And um, that didn't pan out. I would email some ADs. I'm not afraid to email or talk to anybody, call somebody up. And uh, that never panned out. I had a couple people that actually said, uh, this is a great idea. We want to actually give our students a chance to do this. Thank you. I was like, you just stole my idea and gave it to students. Yeah. So uh, that wasn't going to happen. But then I I thought, uh, with my background and everything in sport information, I thought maybe there's a sports information podcast somewhere out there. And I researched Jason maybe three weeks every single day. And I found nothing. And I thought that that was just the worst thing I could hear at the time in late September was that nobody was interviewing these people that have such great stories and things like that. So that's why I started. And I thank Tyler Jester. I don't know if you're still uh, still listening to this, Tyler, but um, but you are my first guest. And I, I'm really, really happy that you were in town at Hanover, that I could just drive over to your office and we could sit down for 40 minutes and I was able to interview you the way we did. And uh, the way we do things then and the way we do things now, it's almost cringeworthy. And uh, this is a little, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more uh, as far as like methods and, and things like that are concerned. But uh, that is essentially why the podcast started and the way that the motives have changed throughout with, with the feedback of all the guests that I've been getting. Uh, it's just been an evolution that... 
I couldn't have possibly imagined when I first started. Well, it sounds like you've got your feet off in the right direction. You've been putting a lot of, uh, not just mental brain cells to it, but a lot of workload and passion into it. So that's a, I commend you for that. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. You said you you got out of your where you lived and you you actually you were let's talk about this section for a second. You were an intern at University of Evansville uh, in their sports information department. So you were also doing this stuff while you were still interning. You're also being a student and you're also doing this. Kind of talk yeah. about the balance of that. What with your schedule and your life and the hecticness of it, what keeps the drive for you to keep wanting to do that, especially when most of it is pro bono? Yeah, you keep pressing play. That's all you got to do. You keep pressing record. Um, it is very, very difficult, uh, especially then, and especially when I first started doing sports information. And when I first started the podcast, I was still doing student radio, and then I was in like an introduction practicum type of thing with my transferring credits from Indiana Tech to USI. I kind of got reset in the major as far as freshman courses, and I caught up now which has just been, you know, a gauntlet of an academic uh, load. And when I first got to uh, – the reason why I actually got the position at Evansville when I called Clay Trainer was I, I dropped the name of a guest, um, Lamar Carter, and I was telling Lamar that I wanted to uh, – I wanted to intern for Evansville next semester and as far as my practicum is concerned. And he's like, oh, wait, uh, I know the guy at Evansville, Clay. He's my boy. And I'm like – well, can I use your name in the voicemail? And he goes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and so, um, good old Lamar. Yeah, I got a, I maybe got a call back uh, three hours later. That was like, how do you know Lamar from Clay? And Clay was up in Valparaiso at the time, and I, and I told him I hosted this show. And uh, every once in a while, you know, when we were working together, he would ask me who was coming on, who I wanted to have on, uh, what I thought of certain people, and it was all good things, by the way. I, I, I don't have. I don't have a, a, a bad thought about anybody that I've ever interviewed, but um, the uh, like you asked the workload, um, it's extremely hard to line up what I was doing academically and what I was doing with the radio, with Evansville, with USI, as far as trying to get somebody scheduled. I know that you and I kind of like the first time we aligned our episodes, you had like 30 minutes. And it was perfect because I was squeezing in maybe 45, 50 minutes between class and me having to be at this baseball game. Or I don't even remember. It was like a baseball or softball yeah. game. And uh, that our first episode was 38 minutes long. And I remember that. And I remember getting off the phone. And I was like, yeah, that was a pretty cool dude. you know. <laughs> and, and I thought, I was like, okay, we're going to have to have him back. So maybe, I don't know, I spent, what was it, like four weeks, three, four weeks yeah. in between part one, part two for you. And I finally didn't get busy because as you know, at my previous position, I worked about almost 80 hours a week and uh, kind of don't do that now here at DePaul. So it's been a, yeah, it's been so, a great, and that's actually where Clay and I got to know each other. And I got to know your story a little bit more from Clay. Clay was actually the SID at the institution. I took over for him when he left to go to Evansville. And then uh, I guess the school that I used to work for now is about to hire somebody on too. So I'll find out who that is in the next couple of days as well. Maybe we'll hook you up with them too. Hey, there you go. Maybe I might have a little uh, steady line on GGC there. But um, <laughs> uh, I don't think I've actually had the same, maybe two people from the same school. That'd be interesting. I've had people from the same conference. And it'll be weird with this uh, new show 
I think I'm I'm getting a, a guess that uh, actually works at one of the institutions that a guest from SIT Cast has. So it's gonna be it's gonna be strange how this whole thing works out. But um, yeah, that then now in the summer, uh, I I took one class. We have like three semesters in the summer, so I took one class in each of the first two semesters, aced those without a problem, and then this last month. Um, with moving back to Evansville, I have my own apartment. Um, as my voice cracks there, did you hear that? Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, with school starting, I wanted to get ahead in this these past few weeks. And actually, believe it or not, after we're done with this, I have to jump on with the next test. So that, that's been the workload so far. It's just, And then with the addition of actually editing some things, I know I used to do things in one raw take. And God, did I hate that. But I had no idea how to do it, and we'll talk about technical equipment here in a minute. But um, now that we do that, I spend most of my nights editing half of somebody's interview, and then interviewing or editing the next half uh, the next day, and then doing my intro, putting in the music. I would say now, with the addition of those two shows, I spend with the com- combination of editing, interviewing. Uh, posting, graphics, you know, social media management. I spent probably, gosh, six, seven hours a week um, with these two shows that are going on concurrently at, at the same time. And what has been the value that you've gotten out of spending at that time? The value I've gotten is I've learned, I picked up a lot of sets of skills. And I also kind of like highlighted this when I was at the panel at Cosida was these things that I can do because of the show. As far as personal growth goes, as you can tell, I'm trying to limit the uhs and ums, but uh, that kind of took off with my speaking ability. Uh, it became more clear. I'm not. I was afraid. I wasn't afraid to begin with to call up somebody. I, I'm not now, uh, but that was one thing that kind of grew out of that. Another thing was I can think off the cuff. When I first started uh, things like this, I had a set list of maybe 15 to 25 questions, and I didn't deviate from any of those questions. That was like the the set thing. When we were done with those questions, we were done with those questions. And one thing that I learned uh, off the episode from Ira Thor, he's like, you just need to have a conversation with somebody. So um, I'm sorry, Zach Shore, but you were my guinea pig. I didn't have any questions for Zach Shore. And he's like my very first boss, my very first mentor, and he's my friend now. And that actually worked really well. And I don't think – I've had topics since then, but I haven't had set, defined questions. I, I can just think off of basic things that you say, and that kind of like fire rapid thinking has really helped just in my personal life as well. And um, even when with working this school system job and maybe even working for the city, when faced with problems – I'm not breaking down, trying to think of a solution. I can just think on the fly. And and that's been something that I've never been able to do in my life. And that's one value I've gotten out of it. Another value is I've learned to pick up some software tools and some, uh, maybe some Adobe stuff. Everything I do is in Adobe. Photoshop has been, your skills in Photoshop have drastically changed, in my opinion, from the time that you started this podcast to where you are now, especially with logos, what you've been doing on social media, trying to get followers, the way you're Mm -hmm. advertising your stuff, instead of saying, oh, here it is, you're Mm -hmm. actually going about making your own commercials now type of thing. You're doing your own advertisements, splashes, so I commend you for that. Hey, thanks. Uh, That actual logo that you guys are looking at on the screen here, is something that I designed. Go Big Cast was something that I designed. 
Uh, I wasn't too proud of the first SID cast logo. Um, I didn't have access to Photoshop when I first started. So I was home on fall break and I went back to my old job at a news station here in town. And I said, can I use your Photoshop for like five minutes? And they said, sure, but you know, be quick with it. So I threw together those, that, that black and white box that was supposed to be like a tablet, I guess. And then I threw that purple on it. I never thought about it for a split second why I chose the name SID cast and why I chose purple. For some reason, it just kind of clicked in my mind. And uh, yeah, like you said, um, that engagement stuff is, is, are some things that I am really, really proud of to look at, especially when I'm just hanging out with my friends. And sometimes I just like to admire the feed of SID cast and, uh, and go big cast. And I look at that, maybe that Facebook or Twitter banner that has the little like calendar things on it uh, with the logos and stuff. I love that. That's like my favorite thing that I've come up with. And it's just so simple. I know some people are looking at that like, geez, bro, you, you could have done you could have done a lot better with it. But um, but it's more personal to you. It's a lot yeah. more personal to you because of the value that you put into it, the time it yeah. took to create it. And I completely commend you on that. Yeah. And um, you don't want to see the very first thing I made in Photoshop. I hope, I hope that it is in the dark corners of the internet, never to be seen from again. It was a wrestling splash page, and I put like, smoke effect, Zach, keep your mouth shut, don't don't, don't expose any of that, but that was just, oh my god, that was cringeworthy, but another thing, I, I take away things from every single interview that I do, and one thing I've really taken from in these past couple, and I've really drawn a good interest of, is, is creating content. Uh, I, I figured out about myself from doing this is that I love creating things. Uh, that's like a creative outlet for me that I've always wanted to have and I've always kind of needed in my life. Uh, I would always just, I can't tell you the number of unfinished manuscripts I have on my, on my laptop right now. Uh, I love to write. I love to make things. I was a big drawer when I was little. Um, I still kind of am. And uh, this, that design has really stemmed from that. And I've discovered so many things about myself. And one thing that you guys can probably tell as a pattern in the last couple episodes is I've talked about branding, uh, marketing. Um, I know Megan Harden was on uh, the week before this one came out. And we talked about redesigning the Southwestern, Southwestern University logo for the Pirates in the middle of Texas. How weird was that to define that brand just in Georgetown, Texas? Uh, being a pirate, so that that's a few of the things that I've discovered. Uh, and you didn't ask anything about that. I've kind of just went off 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 the rails with that. But um, that's that's a few things that I've also said uh, so, from this podcast. So think about this for a second. You've, you've done what you've done. Now let's talk about the actual setup. What equipment do you use? What's the platforms that you use? How do you go about editing this information and also getting it live and, and getting it up where people can listen to it and then engage and react? So when, well, let's do, let's do one thing here. When I first started to what I do now, uh, when I first started and I still do, and the way that you are recording right now is with my iPhone is with my phone. Uh, that voice memos app on your phone. iPhones have an amazing microphone that, I, that I've learned. I don't have a blue snowball. I don't have any of these things that some professional people do, even though I probably should at some point. 
uh, it was just easier to record Skype calls. And when I first started this, I knew that I couldn't just sit down and talk about sports information. I had to interview somebody. So the easiest way to do that was put my phone either on the table next to me, on the chair arm next to me, or on the laptop itself is where I primarily do it. And that just picks up just fine. And like I said kind of earlier, it would just be an all one big raw take. And when I first started doing this, it was like 30 to 45 minutes long. And then as it kind of grew, uh, it went to 45 to 60 minutes long. So one thing that I've really started to figure out is that once this, once an episode is over, I, I get on Google Drive on my phone. I have a Google Drive app, and you can click the upload, save here, and uh, it'll just download up to Google Drive because you can't email that file that big to yourself if you ever plan on doing a podcast uh, sometime in your life. The best way is to not email it to yourself because Google will not do it. I don't think any... Um, email provider will upload a file or email a file that's like bigger than like 10 millibytes or something like that. 25. 25. So some of these episodes, when we get done with this, this may be like 60. So um, the best way to do that is just to upload to Google Drive. And then I get on it on my laptop, download it to my laptop. And then when I first started, I was on SoundCloud. I'm not on SoundCloud anymore. Uh, I want to make that very, very clear. I, I keep getting questions about SoundCloud, and that I'm just—we're not on there anymore. We've moved on from that. And uh, but SoundCloud, you were able to upload. I did have a SoundCloud Pro account, so I didn't have really any restrictions as far as how much I could up upload, how frequently I could upload. I could upload my own artwork. Uh, I could upload things like that. And then another question we I. Actually, John and I really got at the panel was that how do we get on iTunes? And talk uh, about John for a second, actually. John from? University of Florida. There you go. Uh, John Rubin is um, part of – he doesn't directly be the host of it, but he is one of the founders of the Gator Tales podcast. Uh, he was more or less for like a specific target market like your fan base, like a few guys up at DePaul. Uh, wanted to do a podcast, John. I would suggest you talk to John about that as far as marketing and things like that. But um, what we talked about was just when you upload to SoundCloud, you have to go to this place called iTunes Podcast Connect, and uh, you have to basically submit your podcast to iTunes, and it's for review. Um, I submitted Go Big Cast a couple days ago uh, as of this recording, and it took maybe two hours to get it approved. But when I first did SID Cast, because it was my first podcast and I didn't have a feed, to go, I didn't have any episodes to go with it, it took the whole entire day. It took 24 hours. It said allow up to 24 hours, and that's about how long it took for me. And um, once that gets validated, and, it, and it, I guess usually it does. Um, you can, whenever you upload to SoundCloud, it will automatically go to iTunes. And the way that that works is there's something called an RSS feed. And that RSS feed is like a hosting service. And that hosting, it's just like, uh, it'll, it'll just be a, a set of numbers maybe. I mean, you, sometimes it can just be bit linked by this new website that I'm on now. And in iTunes Podcast Connect to validate it, you had to basically copy and paste what you did in SoundCloud and put it to uh, 
the iTunes where it says URL, and then you click validate, submit, and then it'll just all turn like a blank, white, gray type of thing, and it'll say uh, your podcast is under review. And then once you get validated, um, all you have to do is just start recording. So that's how basically how I got started. I know that SoundCloud uh, works for some people, and SoundCloud doesn't work for a lot of people. And I was one of those people that it, it did not work for. So whatever you, you guys want to do is completely up to you. I would investigate Stitcher. Uh, I would investigate Podcast One, maybe. Um, I know that there are there are more people out there. And a guy I talked to is Jason Bryant uh, about all my technical things. And he, recommend, he can recommend a ton of – a thousand websites if you wanted to. And um, the way that I do it now, I'm on this place called Fireside. It's specifically for podcasters. And uh, it's um, – if you ever heard of the network 5x5 – uh, 5x5 is hosted on Fireside by Dan Benjamin. And uh, that's basically why I chose it because I knew that, and we're talking about the vision here, where I want to take this, it needs to be a network, and I wanted to be able to host a lot more podcasts you know, under my name, um, a lot more media platforms. So your phone is an easy way to get started. A simple uploading a file way is an easy way to get started. Google Drive, a phone, a hosting service like SoundCloud or Fireside or, or Live is an easy way to get started. As far as editing things, and I, I promise I'm kind of long-winded, so I'll go through this real quick. Audacity is free. I never could really figure out Audacity, but if you sat down and took the time, I, I'm sure it's simple. I'm one of those guys that will overthink things. So uh, Audacity is a great way to start. If you do have the creative suite for Adobe, um, Adobe Audition is how I edit things, and that is really simple to use. So just do your research and find what works best for you. You can test out uh, different things, different platforms, different mediums if you want. And that's basically how I do the show. Okay, so besides doing the whole load, how do you go about advertising besides Facebook, Twitter? Is there anything that you're looking to expand upon? Because I've seen you've done a phenomenal job with a, with a good startup. I see you have certain goals. What are those goals this year and what you're trying to do? And then talk about what you're trying to do next to get this brand to expand a little bit more and become bigger and better than what it already is now. So the first thing that I usually do is when I'm done with an episode is I share it with the groups on Facebook. Uh, SID is working smart. Athletic communications help. I know I'm missing one more in there, but um, I share it with them. And at first, I was really kind of uh, I didn't want to like flood it. I didn't want to like spam it in those groups because um, I know that there there are some groups on Facebook that I'm in and people just post all the freaking time, and I just want to strangle them to stop. And I didn't want to be one of those guys to to you guys basically. Uh, another way that they do it is just promoting the absolute crap out of it on the show itself to say like if you get something out of this you know tell one of your co-workers or tell one of your uh constituents maybe that you get something out of this they will too and another way that i do it is just being patient when i first started i had 10 listens i had 10 downloads uh, It was my very first episode and I can successfully say that as of this recording, I had 1,600 downloads in the month of July. That's awesome. So, yeah, I went from maybe 
fifty a month when I first started to sixteen hundred now, and and, it, and hopefully organically it'll all just grow that way. I used to just rely on being organic growth. One thing we did at the news station here in town was we did paid ads, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm I'm not one of those guys that are just going to be in your face, um, and I refuse to be like that. I'm not going to pay. Uh, to have a Facebook ad. I'm not going to pay to promote my tweet. I'm going to let you find it on your own. And I'm sure that that's not the way to do it, but that's just the way that my, my personal morals are. That's just how I feel. And then another way that I do it is um, I tag people in the posts. What I used to be able to do is just say, here are this week's mentions, and I would at everybody that was mentioned. And then eventually it got to the point where I would add more people than the characters would allow. So it used to be like multiple tweets. And then um, then for recently, in the past couple months, it's kind of the guests and the athletic department pages have just kind of promoted themselves. Uh, people would retweet the hype gift that I would put out. Uh, the day before the episode would come out. In fact, I didn't do that earlier. I should probably do that. But um, And then people would retweet uh, everything since then. And what I did over the summer, I didn't want to like slow down. So what I targeted over the summer was SIDs of the year. And I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody, but that was just one thing I really wanted to focus on. I know I had the AMC SID of the year uh, with Travis Ray. I had the uh, River States Conference SID of the year. Um from here in my part of the country, and for the most part, they were all NAI SIDs of the year, but that was one thing to kind of reach that conference level um, as far as exposure went. And as far as the goals that you mentioned, yes, I did put out a, a series of goals that I wanted to make happen before the summer was over, and I'm, when I mean summer, I mean like the calendar summer. <laughs> so that's like the end of middle to end of September, and um one thing I wanted to get to was 500 followers on both Twitter and Facebook. And Twitter's kind of crawled in maybe a little bit at a time. We're about 250 now. And then at Facebook, you guys are catching up. You guys are doing awesome over there on Facebook. And if you guys are on Facebook, and I'm sorry for doing this, but if you guys are on Facebook and you're not following on Twitter or you're on Twitter and not following on Facebook, I highly recommend you do that. Um, but that was the first goal I wanted to have. Second was have a website. I got that done pretty quickly uh, with migrating to Fireside because I was getting, um, I was outgrowing SoundCloud. I can't believe I said that, but I was outgrowing my stay on SoundCloud. Another thing I wanted to do was to have merchandise. Uh, if I'm going to be completely honest and transparent with this, um, I don't have the means to make that happen. But I will say this, and I'm going to kind of preview this for people here coming in October. We're going to have a special seven episodes in seven days for the one-year anniversary of SID Cast, all from the Hoosier State. And the way that this will work is I'm going to let you guys, the listeners, guess what school it is. I'll give you kind of uh, little like hints as to what school the guest is from. And I'll do like a point system and a standings at the end, and then whoever wins the standings will get a free SID cast t-shirt. Um, and I will make that happen. Believe it or not, I've already designed an SID cast t-shirt. So uh, I, I know I'm weird like Free that. swag. <laughs> yeah. SIDs love free swag. <laughs> so um, 
that's one thing that that we will have. So now let's let's kind of wrap it up a little bit with some of the final questions that I've kind of had. Um, you have a selection process, like you said earlier. Why do you choose? You said earlier that you did, you know, SIDs of the year, marketing people of the year, but now you got these two separate brands. Why do you choose? Who do you choose? And what has been that communication process? Has it been people who have opened the door, been like, yeah? Have some people been reserved? Have there been like, no thank yous? Like, what has been the process that you've gone through? So when I first started, I cold called, cold emailed, whatever you want to call it, maybe 15 people. I got one back out of that batch of 15 that I would send like every week. Um, and then when I got Tyler Jester on, I said, who do you know that would be a good fit? You know, personable, uh, has a good story to tell. And he told me Chris Reckley at the GLIAC. And um, I, he texted Chris and then he also texted Scott Miles at Ohio Dominican. And basically, that's how I did it to begin with. I would ask the guest, like, who do you know personally that, that you think uh, would be a good guest on this show? And that was how I got in touch. As this thing grew, I started emailing people, and they would reply back within an hour, sometimes. And now, well, now it's like people are on vacation. But, um, that is just kind of the response and the differences between now and then as far as, you know, people welcoming, opening the door. When I first started, some people would say flat out, no, but this is who you should talk to. Some people said absolutely nothing. Uh, some people, yeah, they just, That's some funny. people, when, when you don't have that established brand and that established kind of identity, people are more reserved on doing that sort of thing. And then once you get your name out there, then people are like, oh yeah, that, that's the real thing. Like I remember Chris Downey, I think we were talking off air about it, and he said that he opened up his email and saw uh, my signature, uh, what is it called, a subject line, yeah. and he's like, this must be spam. And then when he opened it, he was like, no, this is the real thing, and he got real excited. So um, that was one thing that, that I remember. And uh, as far as selection goes, what I have been doing is – the people I connected with now at Cosida and the people I connect with on Twitter, um, a good starting place that I took maybe in the middle of February, March, April, those middle months there, uh, was I would go through my followers and I would select my followers because I wanted to give them love. Um, if I haven't gotten to you yet, don't worry about it because I want to get to everybody. That's another goal of mine. But then, uh, like you said, I went to SIDs of the year and I did all these sorts of things. And then I did, you know, co-side of presidents, you know, co-side of board members, uh, people that people may know, but don't know the full story behind who they are. And, and that was my selection process. It's not real. Like there's no formula to it. Um, I try not to go a certain division over and over and over again. I kind of did that with the NAI in July, but um, I'm trying to get more variety and get more perspectives from each Division One, Two, NAI, Three, um, and, and like I said, not nothing fancy to it. Just it's just who I feel like having on, and who I think would be good, and who has responded well to to our content, and that's just how I've done it. And I try and get some people that you might not have heard of, and I try and sandwich it in with people that you might have heard of. Because uh, I, like I said, I want everybody to be rock stars, and I, it's just that's just one thing that I, I really 
really want to do here. So what if you had somebody who wanted to get involved? I mean, we'll get we'll go into how to get into contact with each of us later on, but like if you wanted somebody, so somebody who really wanted to be involved or somebody wanted to tell their story, or if you knew somebody whose story that you think you should be telling, how do those people get involved with you in trying to tell that story? You can email me. Sportsinfocast at gmail.com. I mean, you just said it there. We'll get our contact information later. Uh, and hell, I don't care if you call me. 812-801-3318 is my phone number. Um, and if you think you believe, I, and even if you think that you don't have a story to tell, I can dig that out of you, man. I'm confident I can dig that story out of you. I can dig that advice out of you. And that's one thing that I've also been able to do. And uh, yeah, just... Email me if you think that there will be somebody, and I've kind of like done this in some of my outros. If you think there is somebody that you think will have a great story to tell, Tyler uh, introduced me to uh, the Mount St. Joe uh, guy, Blake, and he's like a, a full-time student along with being a full-time SID. And, he's, and he, he walked up to me, and he's like, I think I have a good story to tell. And he tells me about that, and I'm like, yeah, 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 we can have you on. Yeah, please come on my show. So um, – yeah, that's it's just real easy, real simple. You you would think I'm not I'm gonna get you scheduled. I'm not gonna like look at you and say no. And that's something that I drive home with personally. I wanna help everybody that I possibly can. And if you wanna have fun, I, I know people get excited about this. Let's let's make you famous. I mean it's just there's nothing to it. Don't be reserved about it. I mean if you've been listening to the show for a while now and you say to yourself I really come on. I really want to come on, but I don't want to bother them with anything. Maybe they have, you know, people lined up. Just get, just call me. That's just what I want. I want to talk to you, and that, and that's, and if you talk to me, that's a lot better than me coming to find you if you have a great story. All right, so let's let's do one thing that you probably haven't gotten to do before on one of these podcasts. Let's take a moment to reflect. Okay. Who have been those people or who have been those motivators or who have been the individuals in your path, whether it be from high school to college to sports information industry, from podcasting, whatever, who are those people that you would like to actually stop back for a second and either give a shout out to, a thank you, a, a moment of gratitude? What would be those individuals? And, and I'm not on that list and don't need to be, so don't even start. Right. You're gonna be. I was gonna say. Well, you first of all. So you first of all. Um, and then Zach Shore was the very first person that got me into sports information. When I got to Indiana Tech, I was a track and field cross country athlete, and I was very, very dedicated to that. And that's what I wanted to do professionally when I when I graduated was um, be a coach in cross country and track. And uh, when I got stress fractures up and down both of my legs. Um, I wanted something to do. And I remember this guy uh, coming into my intro sport management class as a freshman saying, I need help. You know, you could tweet, you could do play by play, you could do whatever. And um, just come into my office. And then he walked out and I remember getting out of my very next class, you know, 10 minutes later, I walked straight into his office and I said, put me to work. And that is basically how I got started with that. And then eventually, I remember the first time I did this, I just walked into his office, sat in the chair and hung out just to watch what he was doing. And he just stared at me for like, 
a good minute. And he's Who like, is this kid, what? and why are you calling yeah. me daddy? He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just here to hang out, man. And after a couple of weeks of me just hanging out every single day, you know, after class, I would get done Monday, Wednesday, Friday at like 11, which was like the best schedule I've ever had. But I would just go in, and I would do Photoshop. I would help out with him on the programs. I, I And he would say, you want to do this, this, and this. And I would work all the way up till 3 o'clock. And then at 3 o'clock, I'd go in my dorm, and then I'd go to practice. And then I'd come back for the game that night. So uh, Zach Shore is right up there. Um, he texts me every once in a while. Uh, he is the man. And if you don't know my background with Zach viewers, Zach and I go back to, we call uh, the Zach Shore Invitational. We uh, used to hold at Georgia Gwinnett. He, we, Zach bounced around for a couple of jobs when he went to Embry-Riddle, then he went to Indiana Tech. He was actually employed at West Virginia Tech for a minimum of six days. Uh, <laughs> he actually was replacing me when I left. Um, West Virginia Tech, and then he ended up going out to Lewis Clark State, did a wonderful job there, and now he's back home in Madonna up in the Michigan area doing his thing, and they're doing a great job, and he actually just had a kid who got signed by the Minnesota Twins, so he's doing a phenomenal job working that media stuff right now, so shout out to Zach Shore, love that guy, and he also does uh, fantasy football, so here's a shameless plug real quick, Cosida and also NAISIDA fantasy football, we, we do those, and Zach and I are involved with that, but continue with your list. Yep, my list, and I am a part of that uh, fantasy group as well, so I will smack talk even when I lose. But I, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to step up my smack talk, but anyway. Uh, next on my list, that has to be Tyler Jester. When Carter Cloy, Carter excuse me, uh, left Hanover College, Tyler joined about midseason, and uh, he needed somebody to work with, and he contacted me. He actually gave me my first opportunity to be primary contact for something. And uh, it just happened to be women's across a sport that I, I do really, really enjoy to watch. Both across is really. And then uh, I have to give them a big congratulations. Not only did he and Madison just get married, but now they're having a little baby, Tyler. So that that one's on the way. Uh, future SID in the making there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, next on my list, I would have to just for the technical support, Jason Bryant. Uh, when I he would give me all tips and tricks that I needed as far as tech support, as far as. You know, what questions to ask, what to do when I faced a, a certain problem when it came to producing the show. Uh, he was always there. Another one I want to add on there is Kelvin Quelles. Uh He's always been a big proponent of the show, and he's always wanted to, like, he's helping me give me ideas and helping me with partnership things and helping me introduce to people so that the show does reach kind of this new pinnacle point or, or reach its potential, really. And then uh, I would say, lastly, I know, well, First of all, uh, Sterling Randall, uh, you were actually the first guy that actually um, ever direct messaged me and said that you loved the show. And uh, I really do appreciate that. And I do consider you my friend now as we text from time to time. Um, and then I would have to say the 33 guests from the 35 episodes need to be on that list. Every single one of them, every single one of you needs to be on there because I wouldn't be. Obviously, people don't listen to hear me talk uh, except with the exception of this episode, I guess, but they listen for you guys and, and this whole show and this whole resource uh, would not be here uh, without all of those guests, including yourself, Jason. Well, thank you. Um, one little funny shout out over there to Kelvin too, as well as Kelvin's technically now a part of the DePaul family, even though he doesn't work here. Um, we, a part as part of the COSADA mentor mentee program, my current boss, Greg Greenwell is actually Kelvin's mentor 
and Kelvin and I are friends, so it's kind of like we, we make him an honorary member of our DePaul family, so I love Kelvin. Um, you usually ask these questions to your guests, and so I'm going to kind of give you the same treatment as you close out this episode. Um, if anybody was to come and visit you in the southern end of Illinois, what was the one place you tell them they'd have to stop and eat at? Uh, in Evansville, they would have to stop at uh, this place called Brew Burger. I've been there one time, and um, it was a, it's in an old Greyhound bus station, and uh, it's just fantastic because it. I'm not really a big musical type musical show type of guy, but it reminded me of La La Land, and I really appreciate La La Land. But that's what it reminded me of being there. And there would be music, and I watched IU Northwestern, and everybody in there was dressed up and like suit and tie like things like that and i went there one time for a date and it was just this this fantastic place to be and i would say that you have to go there but for pizza uh i would say i believe they're called taronis um it's a like one location they took over like an old hotel it's called the forget me not in and um they built a, a restaurant out of it. And then lastly, Azip is like a subway for pizza. And it's very, very good. So those would be my recommendations. Um, and if you guys, if anybody was to come and visit me, I don't know why you would do that. But if you were in the area, uh, I have plenty more recommendations. Well, you might get your visits a lot more than you think. Um, <laughs> and also for the viewers are out there, random fact is the forget me not is actually the state flower of Alaska. Um, last tidbit of information we'll kind of go around is uh, contact. You always ask people how they can reach out with your guests. So how do we reach out to you? Okay, so the best way to reach me would be through the show's um, email address, sportsinfocast at gmail.com. And then you can also follow me on Twitter. Uh, not only the show at Sports Infocast, but then you can follow me personally at David Gibson underscore XC. Um, I'm going to give a quick call out for, for things in the future. The way that I want to take this show is just to have this giant network of podcasts and visual things. And I haven't quite gotten to the visual part yet, but with these two shows I'm doing now, I don't really want to stop there. Uh, I'm trying, I've been in negotiation with a guy that I think would be a great fit to be the host of a show that we came up with called the blue chip job seeker, which would be about job seeking in athletics. Um, so we're currently working on that. Hopefully, hopefully have it out maybe 2018 winter of 2018, spring of 2018. So that's kind of our, our target right now. Uh, if you had any like ideas for podcasts that you think would be a good idea, um, or you just want to be, just a host of a show just say i want to host something that you do i can get you through something i have a whole this whole list on my phone in my notes app of show ideas that i want to do so the things like minorities in sport like a 30 for 30 type of thing where it chronicles crisis communication maybe i i don't know i mean people are just they can just get so creative with it and if that's something that anybody listening out there is interested in hit me up because I'm completely interested and I would love to grow this thing. And I just need more people to do it. Cause I'm just one guy. Um, those would be the best ways to contact me. And I kind of gave out my phone number earlier, but I'll do it again. Uh, 812-801-3318 is the best way to reach me. And ladies, uh, he is so, taken. So watch out there. Yeah, I know. I'm not afraid. I can, I can take it. <laughs> 
Well, uh, this has been Jason Hendricks uh, with David Gibson, the probably the coolest podcast guy I know around in the area. Uh, episode 35 here for him. So congratulations on that. Happy birthday and keep Thanks, doing man. the great job that you've done. And uh, we look forward to having you guys chip in and view and listen and do what you need to do to grow this and grow our community as professionals. Yeah, I like I said, everybody here, I, and I say it this community that we have, it's like a fraternity sorority to me. And uh, I just, if, even if you just want to stop and say hi, I mean, that's all that matters to me or, or something that just says like you're really doing a great job uh, this is something that I really do care about and I do have a giant passion for and it's evolved into this thing to where I have to do it it makes me really happy to produce because like I said it's my creative outlet and that's something that I have to have in my life so just to show any sort of appreciation uh, you know would be great but like I said this isn't about me or anything about that I want to create or anything that I want to do it's about the guests and, and the host right now actually uh, it's all about them, and those are the reasons why people tune in and listen. And uh, I couldn't do couldn't do it without any one of you out there. And again, thank you, Jason Hendricks, for doing that uh, for me. That was a lot of fun. That I act- I actually had a lot of fun. I didn't I didn't expect myself to do so. But I was kind of excited when I started putting this all together and I thought, well, people might actually like this. So wherever you guys are at, wherever you're listening at right now, just drop what you're doing just for five seconds and you go over to your Twitter and you tweet at Jason, which is at Jason M. Hendricks, and you just tell him what a good job he did today. And I'm very, very appreciative of that, Jason. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. Next week, guys, we will have on Ben Stockwell of Assumption Greyhounds on the pod to talk some social media strategy as well as how he kind of bounced around from the Ivy League as well as uh, he interned for other schools, didn't even work for the one school that he was at, which is completely fine because I I believe I did the same there for a year, so that's okay. But um, in the future, if you guys want these shows, First, you can go over to at Sports Infocast on both Twitter and Facebook, as well as you can follow us on Instagram. And you can also hit subscribe on iTunes and come back to our website, sidcast.fireside.fm, pretty frequently, as we will be having some more. I'm hoping to do some blog posting type of things. Uh, I'm not a big blogger, but I'm going to try and talk myself into doing it. But um, that's what's going on for the next couple of weeks, as well as we do have Katie Gwen Hewitt, and then after that is Danny Campbell. Uh, coming on. I do have those set schedules. And by the time that you're listening to this, I'm sure I will be down in, gosh, where, where I'll be down back in Evansville. That's why I may be out of touch for a couple days. I do have SID cast stuff uh, scheduled out for the next couple of days, at least over on social media platforms. That way I can just focus on moving in. And then that way I can focus on getting school started back up and going to the University of Southern Indiana to where I now work which is a pretty exciting thing that I never thought I would actually be able to say uh, this year. But again, I'm, I, I didn't mention this, but uh, in when I had to list the people that, that I do appreciate and want to give a shout out to, and one of those, actually two of those people, are Ray Simmons and Dan McDonald at USI uh, for thinking of me, for re- taking that position, and I really do appreciate the shot at it, and I 
can guarantee you I'm going to be the best golf and tennis SID that you will ever have. And uh, I, I do look forward to this coming athletic season as well as this school year. I'm very excited as far as academically uh, almost being done. That's a very exciting thought that this could potentially be my last calendar year of academics. But I do want to mention one more thing to you guys before I let you go about the uh, future of SIDcast. Again, with the Tuesday talks, and I'm sure that some of you heard my sort of strategy, layout, map, whatever you want to call it, on the Tuesday talk last Tuesday. But we're hoping to have some sort of contest, and I know that I talked about this in the ep- interview, but um, some sort of contest to where we'll have seven episodes in seven days, and then we'll have, I'll do kind of like a, a standings type of thing. First one that responds will get X number of points, second person respond will get another points and then I'll have like a standing system and then the top three people will get an exclusive SID cast t-shirt that I actually already have designed so that's one thing and the game I think I'm gonna do like a fill in the blank and maybe not like a fill in the blank but you know if you ever watch Wheel of Fortune and then you get a letter and then it pops up like hangman except there's no consequences to this but um and it doesn't teach you that getting your words wrong will you know do bad things but anyway that's what's that's what's going on so far. And the week before that and the week after that, everyone, I'm going to be off. I'm taking a break from SID Cast to focus on doing those seven episodes in seven days and developing them and producing them and then getting them uploaded and making sure that they are all okay as well as doing the promotional stuff. So if you don't see me from if you don't see anything from me for a week or two, that's because that's what I'm doing along with going and working games and doing some schoolwork along with that. So with that being said, guys, I thank you all for listening. I hope to catch you all in the next episode.